This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. This is the morning run. You're with Julian and Sharitz. It's Trudeau's halo effect over recently. The Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has been in the spotlight for his biggest uh, political scandal since he took office. His former AG Jody Wilson-Raybould has come out to say that uh, Trudeau's closest aides have hounded her to do what they wanted. Uh, she said that her aides wanted her not to prosec- prosecute a large Canadian engineering firm over accusations of fraud and bribery. So this is involving an engineering firm uh, called SNC Levelin, which uh, has paid 48 million Canadian dollars to bribe uh, Muammar Gaddafi's regime in Libya between the de- between the year of 2001 and 2011, and um, as a result, they are reportedly asking for leniency. What they've asked is for a deferred prosecution, uh, which is to be able to just pay a fine in lieu of this pros- uh, criminal prosecution and uh, being banned from bidding on federal projects for 10 years. Now, to put in context, the SNC leveling is quite big. It employs 50,000 people worldwide. So, we're talking about Canadian jobs being at stake. Uh, absolutely. And uh, also the ex-AG, Wilson Raybould, says that uh, four months after she the, the pressure started, uh, she was removed from the post as AG and made Minister of Veterans Affairs. As a result, Trudeau's political rivals have jumped on the ex-AG's testimony. Opposition leader Andrew uh, Scheer of the Conservative Party has gone so far as to say that Trudeau has lost the moral authority to govern and call for the Prime Minister's resignation. So over the weekend, uh, the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, now he unsurprisingly defended himself, saying that um, they did discuss the charge and, you know, he added that he had interests of the people's first, likely referring to the amount of jobs that may be lost if, you know, if this was pushed through. So again, but he was, he totally agrees with uh, Raybould categorization of the events claiming it was professional yep actually he disagreed sorry uh, totally disagreed, disagreed with that um to unpack this issue we have professor daniel bellon he's the director at mcgill institute for the study of canada in montreal good morning professor and thanks for joining us what are the implications of this scandal as canada heads into federal elections in october well the implications are quite important uh the um uh, there, there is a lot of media coverage here in Canada and even internationally about this story. This is not good press for the Prime Minister. Uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould, so the former uh, Minister of Justice and Attorney General, um, uh, is a popular figure. She's an Indigenous woman, and uh, the Prime Minister uh, said a lot about uh, reconciliation with Indigenous people in, this, uh, in Canada. And so... Uh, her, her testimony was very powerful and, and was um, considered to be um, really strong. Uh, it was detailed and credible. So now the, the government, the Trudeau government, is really uh, playing defensive here, and uh, they are trying to, uh, to counter her testimony with uh, other testimonies. They will be on Wednesday. Jerry Butts, who is a former advisor of uh, Justin Trudeau, who resigned a while back over this uh, SNC-Lavalin affair, and he will testify in front of a a justice committee of the House of Commons, and he's likely to counter some of the allegations of Jody Wilson-Raybould. In light of all these allegations, it sounds like Trudeau's approval rating has dropped. Uh, How would you rate Trudeau's uh, performance so far as Prime Minister? Well, I don't think it's 
support has dropped that much so far because of this, but it's still early in the game, so we'll see uh, what's happening over the next few weeks. Um, you know, as a prime minister, he has fulfilled some of his promises, but there are other promises that have been broken, like, for example, electoral, uh, the electoral system in Canada was uh, supposed to be revised, and, and, uh, and, and Justin Trudeau, in the end, decided not to move forward with that. And there are all sorts of um, controversies and issues regarding the construction of pipelines and uh, the en environmental policy and also a carbon tax that the federal government is imposing on some provinces that don't want to create their own carbon pricing system. So you have a lot of controversies in Canada, and Justin Trudeau is... Um, um, is more popular, say, in eastern Canada and Quebec, Ontario, and less popular in, in, in the West, especially in Alberta and Saskatchewan, which are oil-producing provinces and where there's a backlash against the Trudeau government and its environmental policies. Um, the other big scandal is also that China has been calling for the release of Meng Wanzhou of Huawei, who uh, was arrested in Canada and is fighting extradition to the U.S. And Trudeau has asserted that his government is unable to interfere in the case, but now it says that it will allow the extradition. So will the Huawei case add on uh, to the pressures of SNC-Lavalin for Trudeau? Well, it's a matter of optics, right? So it, it doesn't look good for the reputation in, of Canada internationally. Obviously, I think uh, China is not in a very good position to criticize the justice system of, uh, of Canada, and that's, that's certainly another story, but that's, I think, a spin on their part. But uh, certainly there are some concerns in Canada, raise, uh, concerns raised about um, the, independent of the, the independence of the justice system, uh, in, in light of the SNC-Lavalin affair and the testimony of Jody Wilson-Raybould, but also internationally, it's true that people who want to, uh, to um, criticize Canada, in that case China, they, they will use this affair, which is really purely internal, to, um, to um, really uh, undermine the credibility of Justin Trudeau and his government. Thank you so much for joining us. And that was Professor Daniel Bellon. He's the director at McGill Institute for the Study of Canada in Montreal. Um, looking closer into this extradition story, uh, so Canada has approved uh, extradition proceedings against the Huawei CFO Meng Wanzhou, and she will face trial in the U.S. Yeah, and Meng is, has denied any wrongdoing with regards to this, Julian, and has been fighting extradition, extradition. Now, we've just learned that she is also suing the Canadian border officers and claiming that they have held her hostage, I mean, not hostage, but held her in, to, interrogate it, uh, to be interrogated illegally for three hours before she was formally arrested. So um, this seems to be also a uh, kind of a bout turn uh, by the can Canadian government because uh, at first they said that they would not um, meddle with Canadian law and now they're passing um, the CFO on uh, to the U.S. authorities. And I'm sure China will take this in into consideration with all their talks of uh, trade tensions as well. But I don't know. Um, I mean, looking at the two cases, I mean, they are separate. I mean, one is between two countries and the other one is all, it's, it's considered internal. I mean, it's involving um, the workers in uh, Canada and this is between uh, China and uh, Canada. So I think this will be treated, I mean, the way Canada will view it, I think, will be very different. Uh, there are sort of, it's, it's a question whether or not it's uh, right. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a question of moral, isn't it? Uh, but in December, again, back to Meng, she was arrested in Vancouver in Canada 
at the US request and charge, charges against her include fraud of financial institution and breach of US imposed ban dealing with Iran. Okay, talking about scandals, the CEO of Vale, uh, Fabio Schwarzman, I hope I pronounced his name correctly, he's resigned. Uh, Vale is a Brazilian mining giant and is the world's biggest producer of iron ore. Uh, it has a market cap of about US $65 billion. The news about Vale is important because it's the company that owns the collapsed dam in Brazil, which caused nearly 200 deaths in January. Yeah, at the same time, I think about 120 people were missing uh, in that incident. And, uh, you know, the dam was storing waste from a mine in the same state. Now, this is actually a story about accountability. Svartzman, uh, resi- resignation comes after state and federal prosecutors asked for his immediate removal along with the you know, of the other several uh, other executives. Yep. So there is some evidence apparently that the company was aware that the dam was at risk of rupture and yet a valley exerted pressure on inspectors to certify the dam as safe. Yeah, and Schwarzman was the CEO since uh, 2017, and under his uh, leadership, uh, Valet became a favorite of stock market investors. Sao Paulo Stock Exchange is closed, uh, you know, on Tuesday, so we'll see what happens to Valet when it reopens. Yep. So there is uh, definitely a risk of not giving a damn. Um, and uh, also, this is not <laughs> the first scandal with Valet, right? Uh, back in 2017, I think as well, uh, Valet was in, involved in another scandal where the ex-president uh, Michael. Termer gave his agreement to pay potential witness to silence witnesses uh, during the corruption probe and uh, Vale was involved in that. Okay, uh, we'll be coming back with some local news after this. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.